There's a man in our town, he's a man of great renown. He never comes out till the sun goes down, had he died the poacher. The local squire's going mad, a peaceful night he's never had. He can only blame one lad, had he died the poacher. For staring rabbits, gaffing salmon, stealing chickens, he's your man. Shooting deer, pheasants too, there's no better than Ireland. The squire's age is 95, nobody knows how he stays alive. He gets all his exercise, chasing down the poacher. And the poacher's life is lots of fun, the girls they love him, everyone. He lives on his wits and he's out shotgun, but he die the poacher. Or staring rabbits, gaffing salmon, stealing chickens, he's your man. Shooting deer, peasants too, there's no better than Ireland. Staring rabbits, gaffing salmon, stealing chickens, he's your man. Shooting deer, peasants too, there's no better than Ireland. Well, the law put five pound on his head, they want died alive or dead. He's driving the squire out of his head, had he died the poacher. They seek him here, they seek him there, the squire seeks him everywhere, but he's fly as a fox and fast as a hare, had he died the poacher. Horse learning rabbits, gaffing salmon, stealing chickens, he's your man, shooting deer, pheasants too, there's no better than Ireland. Ah, there's a man in our town, he's a man of great renown. He never comes out till the sun goes down, had he died the poacher. Well, there you go. That is Don Sullivan there and Paddy Doyle, the poacher. Mark, you're very welcome. Uh, folks, you're very welcome to Keologus Crack. How are you doing there, Marco? Mark, you're very welcome. Thanks, pal. How are you doing? I'm doing uh, great. Good man, good man, good man. That uh, that fellow there now, Don Sullivan, he used to uh, live in Toronto, and that was sent in to me by uh, Sean Hart, who's a good friend of Don's, and he hadn't heard from him in a while. And a couple of weeks ago, uh, Sean sent me a few songs of his, and uh, I, I ran out of time and I couldn't get them played. But Don was uh, originally from Oma and lived through uh, in Toronto there in the 70s and uh, was a great writer, apparently. And he was also a wrestler and a boxer. So some of the folks listening in might have known Don. He uh, he actually went back uh, to Ireland and settled in Derry. His uh, his wife is from Dungannon, and uh, so they're back there. And they recorded, or he recorded an album in Nashville. And we got a little tie-in with Nashville there. Um, first of all, I suppose, uh, Paddy Doyle, the poacher, we had some photographs from uh, a pal down there in Nashville, Damien Bates there, and it looked like he might have been doing a bit of poaching himself uh, this week with the old sharks there in, in the in the deep waters. <laughs> yeah, I think he I think he decided to uh, to go go to uh, go to the beach. He's not the beach kind now. He's a fairly uh, he'd be fairly born. He'd be fairly white, Kenny. So <laughs> he would, yeah, yeah. He brought a little tent so he can lie on the beach. 
Yeah, indeed, indeed. And uh, we kicked off the program there with uh, We Banjo 3 and a few jigs and reels there from uh, from the lads. We have uh, We Banjo 3 coming up at the bottom of the hour here. And uh, they're also based in Nashville these days. They're from Galway. Great band, super live band. So we'll be it'll be interesting to hear what uh, what they're getting up to. And uh, we'll have a good chat with them a little bit later. And also, a man who'll be turning 75 at the end of the month, Van the Man, with them. And don't start crying now. He wouldn't want to, turning 75. And I talked uh, a couple of weeks ago about um, Hot Press, what they have done, this thing called Rave On. And it's 75 different Irish artists who are recording covers of Van the Man's uh, songs for his 75th and you can check that out on youtube there are some fantastic ones up there already by uh by a group of uh, artists there so uh, check out hot press rave on and uh, you'll see covers of van's birthday songs very good very good i wasn't aware that the wee banjo three lads are down in nashville either so that's great now we'll see what the crack is with them yeah indeed indeed so uh, what else is going on? I see Mr. Lowry is uh, is doing very well in, in the golf. Yeah, he was. Um, it's great, Kenny, now, if you can watch it on a little bit of Sky Sports because they only show all the European golfers. Uh, so it's, it's very good. Uh, so I was watching a bit of coverage there. Now, he was tied for the lead, but in a matter of 10 minutes, he was back to 17th. Uh, he bogeyed and uh, a whole bunch of other lads hard. And uh, another fella just had a hole in one. So anyway. Um, that's the uh, that's the deal there. He's uh, he's doing he's he's doing very well. He's only three back though. It's a fairly fairly tight field. They're all playing early because there's some inclement weather coming uh, down at the window there. And then the Irish Open is. Uh, I don't know if you saw a bit of news there that they've announced that they're going to play the Irish Open from the 24th to the 27th, and it is going to be uh, played at, um, at Galgorm Castle up in Antrim. Um, a place that I'm not that familiar with, Ken. I don't know if you've ever heard of it or been to it, but I, I had not heard of it until that announcement. Uh, it was originally supposed to be played at Mount Juliet in Kilkenny, uh, but uh, because of COVID-19, now they've uh, decided to move it to a place that could accommodate this, and so they moved it up to, to Northern Ireland. So, yeah, it's yeah, interesting. 24th to the 27th. It's interesting that they moved that because of the UK and the, the I suppose, the lack of restrictions, if you will, or, or uh, the fact yeah. that... That they're uh, they're not as tight as they are uh, south of the border, so that is why they changed that. No, I'm not familiar with that golf course at all. It was the first I heard of it when I read it this week. So at least uh, it gets to go. But I see that uh, Rory McIlroy won't be attending just because of his concerns over COVID. Oh, he's already made that call, has he? He has so far. Anyway, who knows if he changes his mind? It's um, it's I believe it's the week after the U.S. Open. So that's going to be tough, I think, for a lot of those who will have played in, in that to uh, yeah. to get back to Ireland. I'm sure they'll have some chartered flight for all these guys anyway. All right. Very good. Well, listen, right. we got some people we got some people complaining that they can't hear me. Uh, jo- Joe reckons I'm still in bed, uh, but uh, the rest of the people are telling us that there's nothing wrong with the sound at all. So um, uh, maybe it depends on the device that you're listening on, but... Uh, uh, we're coming through loud and clear for some, but not for others. But uh, sure. I can tell you that I'm not doing anything different. I'm just sitting here looking, talking to a computer. It I might don't know be. What uh, else I can do, Kenny. 
It might be Joe that's still in bed. You never know. You know, he missed the show last week, so he's uh, he's probably just catching up. Maybe he hasn't put that hearing aid in yet, so maybe he should do that. <laughs> anyway, good to have you back, Joe. Um, haven't uh, haven't chatted to you in a while. I hope you're keeping well. And uh, I don't have any Leitrim songs signed up for you here today, but uh, stay tuned. We're close uh, close enough. <laughs> County Cousins, Mayo is coming up here soon, so you'll be all right. Yeah, I um, I I played lovely lead from there, Kenny, at around uh, noon a few weeks ago, and I chased everyone off. Yeah, so I'd say uh, I did all right. Yeah, call, keeping the lead from songs off, I think for now. Until until a new lead from song is released, I think that's what we need to do. Ah, indeed. So, Kamara, listen, uh, we did give uh, you, uh, the, our, our pal Damien Bates, I mentioned he was a great athletics man and had the uh, the scholarship there to the US. I wanted to touch on some athletics, um, Marco, because this past week there was a few big, big historic moments that, uh, that passes by. Just in fact, yesterday, um, in 1995, uh, a woman from Cove, I'll let you guess now, won gold medal in the 5,000 metres at the World Championship. In, in what year? 1995. Oh, it was uh, O'Sullivan. Sonia O'Sullivan. O'Sullivan, absolutely correct. Yeah, And then Eamon Coughlin, in, uh, he became a world champion in 1993. And it was seven years ago this past week that Rob Heffernan, he won gold in the 50K walk uh, at the World Championships. And yesterday, uh, a lady that we actually uh, talked about uh, about a month ago who smashed the 800-meter record, Kira McGeehan, she uh, smashed Sonia's um, 27-year-old record. Uh, she is now the fastest Irish woman over 1,000 meters. She had a superb time of 23106 and uh, she beat Sonia's record by three and a half seconds. So that's phenomenal. She is uh, from Portaferry in Down, up Down. Uh, that's just up there at the entrance to the uh, Strangford Lock, Mark. Oh, lovely. Yeah. So fair play to her. She's now the ninth fastest woman ever to go over the 1,000 metres. So uh, fair play to her. She's a young lady, and uh, she'd be representing, uh, of course, at the at the Olympics if it was on. but. There you go. It's not. Super, super. You're some man for the stories. You, I should uh, look at it. I think you missed your calling, Kenny. You should have been a newspaper reporter. Oh, well, I don't know. I can't write and spell, so that's no good, Mark. Technology can figure that out now, right? Oh, <laughs> uh, Lord. All right. Well, listen, there's a big birthday request out there uh, happening this... Uh, is it today or this weekend? Oh, it's this week, and... Yeah, it's um, oh yeah, and you know the problem is when you don't tell us what song you want us to play, we're going to pick the song for you, right? And so uh, Tom Freely's birthday, um, I think it was a milestone birthday. I don't know what that means anymore because I think they're all milestones at this stage. But um, anyway, I got a request for a birthday song for Tom Freely, and uh, Tom's of course from Ballyhonas in Mayo. And uh, so the only thing you can do, Ken, is 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 look for a Ballyhonas song. So I assume you lined it up. It is a dreadful song, but we have to play it, you know. Well, uh, I have, and it's interesting. I don't know if there's a relation in here. It's been uh, it's been sung by Richard Merrill and Carol Cribben, and I know you've got Cribbins in the family, and they're all up there in Mayo. 
what's the crack there? Is there any uh, any relation there? No, there's not actually, um, because uh, the, the the Cribbon side of my family is not from up in Mayo, so um, that, that's that's some other uh, that's some other crowd now. Uh, uh, it's not a very common surname in Ireland in general, so there's a chance that it's all we're all uh, we're all related. But um, no, that wouldn't be on my side of the family now. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Well, listen, uh, we'll get this out uh, for uh, for Tom, and uh, what is he? Twenty one plus a bit of VAT, a bit of HST, a bit of PST. Yeah. Throw a few more taxes on there, and we might get up there. But uh, in dog's ears, Kenny. There you go. Uh, Tom, happy birthday. We got a couple coming up here for you. We got Goodbye Ballyhonus. And then we got Big Tom himself for singing for Big Tom with My Old Home Mayo. Enjoy. Oh, the fields were plowed and planted, and the tops began to show. Life was looking beautiful as we laid on with the hoe. Then the blight came tearing through and it worked us down to bones. For all the good we got from the fields, we'd as well have planted stones. And it's goodbye, Ballyhonnies, for the famine is upon us. And the parish clock in the church of Knock will strike for me no more. Though my home's in County Mayo, no more I'll dig her clay. And I hope America waits for me beyond the Aran shore. I remember first I kissed her As the night began to fall I thought we saw her sister Spying on us around the wall Next day she's cutting willows And I digging peat And I found the last of the heather bells And I laid them at her feet Goodbye, Ballyhonnies Though the famine is upon us And the parish clock in the church of Knock Will strike for me no more Though my home's in County Mayo No more I'll dig her clay And I hope America waits for me Beyond the Aran shore There was better times and worse times But I'd fain forget them all For I cannot bear the beauty there Nor stand the bitter gall It's there I was a young lad There became a man But now I'm off for America Taking with me what I can Goodbye, Ballyhonnis, for the famine is upon us, 
And the parish clock in the church of Knock will strike for me no more. Though my home's in County Mayo, no more I'll dig her clay. And I hope America waits for me beyond the Aran shore. And I hope America waits for me beyond the Aran shore. Oh, 
Indeed, our listeners will probably recognise those great sounds. Celt grass, it's been described as, and it's phenomenal. And these lads are absolutely brilliant to see live. And we're delighted to have David Howley on the phone from We Banjo 3. A very good morning to you, David. Good morning. How are you? We're great. We're great. You're actually down there in Nashville uh, these days. You're, you're living down there, are you? Yeah, I've been living in Nashville for the last uh, last couple of years. and you know, I had to move down here to get off and scared, you know. Nothing makes you practice more than uh, <laughs> living in a town where you'll probably, you know, bump into Jerry Douglas or, you know, some big hot, hot shop musician on, a, on an average Monday, you know. keeps It keeps you nice and scared. <laughs> <laughs> have, uh, well, speaking of that, have you? I mean, even if you've been gigging down there, it's often where, where maybe some big musician will come in and say, hey, maybe I'll play an old tune or something like that. Have you had that kind of experience? You know, we've we've been an interesting band uh, throughout our career. We've always like, we kind of like, we kept our shows very special. So we actually haven't played too much in Nashville because kind of how it worked for us prior to all of this was that we we would tour quite a lot and we, we were we took a lot of time in planning, you know, how we would tour around the country. So even though I've lived in Nashville, we've only ever done a couple of gigs there, you know, um, so as not to just, because it's, a, I think Nashville is also a, it's a really tough town. There's so much music yes. that, that I think that what we prefer to do often is take our, is take the, the band on the road and, and kind of try and hit, the, you know the big places like we've been through Toronto and we've been th- been through the big cities as well but also trying to get out to the places that maybe don't get music all the time 
and don't get bands that are coming through, you know, uh, all the time. We we kind of, instead of playing a ton of shows in the big cities, we, you know, play the big cities and then we also try and get out to maybe the places that just don't get it as much and don't get as much music. Because we found that that was really rewarding and, you know, the shows were really fun as well. You know, you're coming to ta- into a town that you've never heard of. And there's all these things that they're very proud of, and you're learning about places. And sure, like at this point, you know, I meet we've probably been I've probably been to more places in America than most Americans, and I've probably, you know, seen a lot of uh, America and Canada at this point just through gigging. You know, uh, yeah. So it's kind of a, a it's a it's a really it's a good way. I think we've loved it. Like we've been. We were usually on the road for seven or eight months of the year, at least, you know. We had uh, we had Enda on the program there a couple of years ago. I was actually just looking up to see when it was, and it was about two years ago, maybe when you were just moving out there, and you Probably, had just yeah. uh, you had just landed and you were driving across uh, across the states. So it probably <laughs> was in and around that time. Is it uh, is it yourself? It's two brothers, two sets of brothers, yeah. right? Yourself yeah. and Martin are brothers, and Enda and Fergal. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, two sets of brothers, and somehow we thought that was going to be a good idea. Uh, <laughs> I don't know which 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 one of us had the wisdom. What is and that? They all, they're all in Nashville, are they, David? No, 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 just me. Uh, it's just Martin you. Up, yeah, Martin lives up in Michigan, and the two boys still live in Ireland. So it's been a really strange kind of couple of months for us in that in that regard. Yeah, yeah, it's I would... the longest time that we've ever spent apart, actually, and particularly me and Martin. Like me, we we grew up as brothers, but we also grew up as you know, best friends, you know, there was only three years between us, but we were the sort of brothers that we just, you know, we were mates since we were children. Um, so we, I don't think we've ever been apart for this long in our lives. Oh, well, yeah. for those who haven't seen you, David, I mean, your, your, your live performance, I was at the, the Hughes room uh, in Toronto there. <laughs> uh, yeah. And it was a superb uh, performance. And that's your, your, you know, if anyone has seen your videos or, or any of your live performances, you're, you're fabulous on stage. The, the four of oh, you have a you. great, great interaction. But, you know, you're speaking about these kind of times and you're all separated. That has to be difficult, and I know you've been—you know—all of you have been doing things on on uh, online and, and through the social side. But you yeah. must get so—you know—the the, the 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 live stuff is so huge for you. How's yeah. this—you know—the past few months been? I mean, it, it's got to be tremendously difficult. It has. I think that it's the experience that I think most people and most musicians are going through at the moment is. You know, I often I used to think that there was two parts of me, and most most musicians would probably say the same that they would think that there's the on stage version of themselves, and then there's the off stage version. And I thought that was true, and then I realized that actually, who I am when I stand on stage is my most confident, most honest, most authentic self. And I actually strive to be that guy when I'm not on stage. I think that was the hardest part of all this: is that a massive part of who you know we are as musicians and the reason that we're willing to get into a van and drive across the country you know be in a van for literally seven months a year is not because being a musician is the quickest way to be become a millionaire because i think we can all say that that's not a case but it was that there's an incredible amount of joy in doing that and being out in front of people and being able to speak to people and especially in a time like this be able to play music and, and provide some, you know, comfort. 
Um, and I think that was the biggest shock to the system is when I stopped, when I stopped putting on the hat and stopped putting my guitar around me and walking out on stage, I realized that there's, there's a huge part of my heart and my soul that lives in that work in, in, in doing that every night. Um, and so it was kind of just shifting and, and trying to figure out a way to be able to help and be able to be, again, to just be a source of comfort, to be something to take your mind off where we're at. Um, and particularly at the time we're speaking as well, to be something that brings people together. Um, because music and particularly live music, I think has functioned for all of time as, as a, you know, when you think back to ancient drum circles and you think about tribal you know, ceremonies, they've all involved music because it brings people under one banner. It brings people together. Um, and so it's been a really tough, it's been a really tough transition um, for I think all of the music community and for me, particularly the thing that gets me is that I just love, I love standing on stage and, and seeing, you know, looking into people's eyes and, and see them have a good time and just see them relax. And maybe, you know, you don't, you never know what people are going through and just being able to be part of their year, their week or their month in some kind of positive ways. Uh, that, that for me is probably, I do, I would play the music for free because of that feeling. Yeah, That's yeah. what I live for, you know? That's a very interesting perspective. All right, uh, David. Um, are you, are you all equally gifted at writing the music and uh, or is, is one the, the primary? And, and if so, <laughs> have you all stayed equally busy or has your, your real writer stepped up during COVID times and uh, built a decent portfolio ready for, uh, <laughs> ready for exposure to all of us? Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I probably, I don't know, I'm described as the primary writer of the band. Uh, but I am probably the the least talented in the band. It's great. I tell you, if there's any young musicians out there listening, I'll give you the piece of advice that I think it works is go be in a band with people who are far superior than you. Uh, <laughs> always be the least talented in the band. <laughs> yeah, I've been writing, uh, and that's probably what I've I've, I've actually done, and and really poured myself into, and it's helped me is that you know, uh, just writing a couple of songs a week and really digging into the songs and writing with other people. And um, Martin is a great writer as well. So is Endon Fergal. Everyone writes in our band, which is, again, really great. Um, it's a really great thing to have in a band where you have four people who are really all able to write. Um, but, yeah, it's been... And that's actually been a really great way for us to stay in touch as well. You know, we've... I, I, all the projects we do whether it's the videos online or the virtual festivals or our own we're running our own virtual festival and all those things tend to be a way for us now as a band to stay in touch you know we're probably on the phone to each other every day with different things and you know sorting out things and here geez I, you know i i was listening to your song that you sent me last night and i thought of this word or this line and what you think of this and so the creation is the basis of our friendship and the basis of our kind of clan or our tribe, you know? And that, so it's kind of great, you know, when, when you're trying to write songs and we're hoping, you know, yeah. we probably have the material for a couple of albums at this point. We just need to sort through it and pick the best stuff. And that the great thing about that is that it keeps us as a band involved, even though we're thousands of miles apart, you know? That's brilliant. Uh, David, I had, uh, I had read somewhere, I think, a few years ago, uh, Fergal had embarked on a challenge to to record a tune 
a day for the entire year. Can you tell me, was he successful or what? He was. He now he needed he needed a bit of support in, in the in the in the last twenty minutes of the game. Like, but he <laughs> he did great. He eventually said that, um, and it was a challenge for himself more so than anything else. Right. You know, again, you're talking about gigging every night, and I think I think there's a danger in letting music become your job because then you start treating it like a job where you, 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 you don't do it when you come home. Like, like I, we play music morning, day and morning, noon and night. Like, yeah. like I, there's never a moment if the, the guitar is not in my hand, if I'm, if I'm sitting there, there'll be something in my hand and I'll be playing. And I think Fergal felt that he, what he was struggling with was he wanted a way to challenge himself to actually get the fiddle in his hand every day, no matter if it was a gig day or not a gig day. And not just to have the fiddle in his hand, during the gig but have it somewhere else and I think the challenge was to do that every single day uh, almost like a meditation almost where you're just doing it day by day and it becomes part of your habit and the first couple of months were tough for him I think because you know he'd forget every now and again and be like midnight or you know <laughs> 20 past midnight and we'd be a ho- he'd, he'd say to me we'd get out of the van we'd be pulling up to a hotel after a gig and he'd be like, ah, oh, Jesus, I forgot to do the tune. Dave, will you, will you do the tune outside me? I'm sure we'd be getting roared at by hotel staff to shut up and all this <laughs> stuff. But it was, it was, it was a lot of fun. And I think that if I noticed something in Fergal throughout, cause he did it again then, like, you know, he did it in 2017 and he did it in 2019. And what I noticed about it was his creativity. Fergal is one of the most creative people that I've ever met in my life. Um, and we've known each other for a lot longer than the band has been around. I lived with Fergal when I left college and kind of didn't know what I was going to do. It was Fergal who gave me, you know, a solid gig playing out with him in Clifton and kind of, you know, he in a lot of ways sh- steered my ship uh, musically and got me to be a professional musician rather than just, you know, playing any old sort. Right. Um, and he's like, he's got a, like, he's one of the most creative people I know. And I'd noticed that his love of music in those two years of doing the tunes a day, his love of music grew and grew and grew. And it was really, really inspiring, you know, um, to get the instrument in your hand every day. So it's not just a job. It's 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 part of your life, you know. Yeah. Yeah. The passion. And it certainly shows when you when you play, I think, as well. And you're all fierce talented, too. I mean, you're banjo, mandolin, guitars, fiddle, bowrons. It's uh, <laughs> and not only no. that, but all Ireland title winners as well on on uh, things like the banjo and fiddle and bowron and guitar. So it's uh, it's not just the, the songwriting, but the uh, musicianship there is is there as well. Yeah, it's, you know, it's an, it was an interesting journey for all of us because, you know, we started this band kind of not thinking ever of where it would go. Like, we just wanted to have fun. I I don't know if you've ever seen it. There's there's some great photos of the lads from ZZ Tops. You know, them boys with the the big beards. But there's some great photos of the lads standing on stage laughing. And like, they look like they're just having the crack. They look like they're having good fun. Yeah. And we often would look at photos like that and we would say to ourselves or to each other, let's do that. And that's, I think that that has been the Northern Star for We Banjo 3 for nearly a decade now, is that just, we, we, I refuse to go up on stage and pretend to people that I'm having a good, a good time. Yeah. Well, that, well, that comes through, David. I mean, uh, as, as someone who's seen it. Yeah. It, uh, they do. And that, I remember that Hughes Room gig as well. We were all, we were all jack tired. We were exhausted. We'd traveled all day and we'd driven up, I think, uh, we'd driven up that day and 
I think one of us might have been sick or something at the time. I remember it being like we were we were all tired. And and you know, we got to the gig and we loaded in. And I remember it well because me and Martin have some cousins, the O'Murray right. clan up there in uh Toronto around there, and we've some other uh other cousins up there and we, and we, you know, had a coffee and chat with them and do you know, it kind of reminded me of the fact that, you know, it's very special to get to play music to people, whether it be in a big group or a small group or whether it be around a campfire or in someone's living room or in the back room of a pub or on a stage. It's a very special thing to play music, you know. It's it's very, I feel like it's it's such a gift to be able to do it. Like, you know, uh, and it kind of, every now and again, you need to remind yourself of that, that like, it's such a special thing. It's such a uh, a gift is probably the best word to use for it. Like it's such a gift to get to play music for people. And I think that this time right now is, you know, more than anything else is, is really highlighting how much of a gift that is, you know? So true. So true. Are you, uh, are you okay for time? If we play one of your songs and, and come back I'm, and chat a bit more? Sure. I'm enjoying myself. I'm having a great time. I'll be here all day. <laughs> <laughs> Fair play to you. Well, listen, you've you've talked about bringing joy, and here's a great song that you that you do, and it brings not only the in the title but happiness to a lot of people. Here's We Banjo Three and happiness. Oh, happiness is just around the corner from you, even though it feels like there is nothing you can do. When you're sitting in the dark there Happiness is just around the corner Your loneliness is only temporary, it's true And when you leave, you don't have to take it with you You can put all that behind you now Happiness is just around the corner I feel like shedding all my skin Starting something new I feel like I'm ready to begin To find my own way through Oh, happiness is just around the corner from me And I feel like it's the first time that I can really see Fear is an illusion Happiness is just around the corner Cause it rains and rains and rains and rains and rains and rains for days you wake up one bright morning and all the rain has gone away The sun is on the horizon Happiness is just around the corner I feel like shedding all my skin Starting something new I feel like I'm ready to begin Find my own way through
whole wide world to love out there, so don't be feeling sad. All you have to do is think the best you've ever had can only now get better. Happiness is just around the corner. Oh, happiness. 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 Happiness is just around the corner. Oh, happiness. 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 Happiness is just around the corner. Oh, happiness. Woohoo! There you go. A little happiness brought to you there by We Banjo 3. Fabulous song there, David. Cheers, thank you. That is that one of your own? That's actually, do you know Noli MacDonald from the Wildaways? Oh, yeah, I've got them lined up to play a little bit later on. Yes, indeed. Noli, I sat down with Noli one time in Galway and we we're chatting about songs. He said, I think I have a song for you. So uh, that's that's a Noli MacDonald song. And, you know, we kind of took it and morphed it a small bit. And, and yeah, it's it's a great song. And, you know, it's for me as well as a songwriter. I, you know, love singing songs written by people that I know and respect and and that I'm close to. And Noli, you know, I, I've learned a lot from Noli and his singing and his songwriting. And they were very kind when I was younger. I used to go out to the Tav, where Noli, Nick, and them would be playing tunes on a Thursday Thursday night, and I'd go out with myself and Ferg. Go out, and they were so kind. Like I was, you know, probably a lot shyer and awkward at the time and they would get me singing a song and you know encouragement and they would if I sang the same song two weeks in a row they'd kind of give out to me and say you need to have a new song next week now <laughs> you know so they were they're they're very good people and you know such and you're talking about talented writers and talented musicians the Wildaways are incredible you know uh, I love their stuff yeah they're they're fabulous all together great uh, great group and as I say we have them lined up uh, a little bit later on, funny enough, to, to play a tune. But listen, um, we wanted to chat too. You've got a virtual uh, concert coming up, Follow the Light, coming on the 29th of August. And you've got a stellar lineup. Gaelic Storm, who we play on the show here, Sharon Shannon, Nathan Carter, the East Pointers. Tell us, um, I suppose, tell the audience here, like, how A, they can get on to this and how this came about. Um, and how is it going to work? Well, all it's all the details are at webanjo3.com. But basically, if you want to know how webanjo3 works, one of us has a mad harebrained idea. And then instead of thinking about it through, we just say, right, let's do it. So we never really think, we, we, ne- <laughs> we end up in situations where we often are on the phone to each other being like, why do we do this to ourselves all the time? <laughs> like, you know, whether it's, and our, we do it in our live shows as well. Like there was times, there was one show I remember in Milwaukee that we had, I think, 37 guests join us Lord. over the show. Our sound engineer almost quit that night. He was like, I'm not working with you anymore if you're doing this anymore. <laughs> so we we decided that, and again, it goes, harks back to that conversation earlier where, you know, I do see a huge part of being a musician is it's a performance art. It's, you know, the recorded music is important, obviously. and 
the the artistic side of, of a piece of art that's created and immortalized and on a record is very important. But I think that the real the real kind of heart and soul of being a musician lies in standing on stage or you know being in a space and being able to play for people very intentionally in that moment. They're getting to experience something that it can't be captured. You can't capture a live performance properly in any other way than just watching it, you know? Right. Um, and we kind of decided that it's one of the things that we all love, like more than anything else, we love playing live shows. There's a lot of musicians who play live shows, but they mostly like recording, but they play the live shows just to get over it. We actually really love the live show. Probably I would say I love the live show more than I love the studio. Um, you know, because th- there's a, there's a kind of a, uh, you're on the knife edge all the time playing live. You know, you're kind of, you might play something wrong or forget the words, or you might forget to, you know, the next song or mess up or say the wrong thing. It's kind of, there's a, there's the intimacy and the kind of authenticity is there because you, at that point you can't be anybody else. You just have to be yourself. And so we've loved that always. So we wanted to kind of wanted to recreate that again in, kind of this difficult time and virtual festivals are you know they're a thing now but for us we didn't want to do a virtual festival that was just trying to do its best to be a live festival we didn't want to do that we didn't think that we we would be able to hit that mark so what we decided was we will do a festival that instead of trying to be, be be like anything else that it will incorporate some of the things that you can't get at a live festival like the intimacy of the of getting to see the behind the scenes with the artists and interviews and really get to know the artists as who they are and, and what they're about, um, it was very important to us. So the, our Follow the Light Festival is really based on that, where we have performances from you know some of our favorite bands, and but we also have teamed that with interviews with those bands by us. So it's you know it's me and Nathan Carter sitting down and having a chat, and it's it's authentic and real because it's two musicians chatting to each other about their lives. Again, Martin and Steve Twigger was, and, or sorry, Martin and Pat Murphy from Gaelic Storm will sit down and have a chat. So you're not, it's not a, it's not a produced uh, kind of groomed kind of edited thing. It's like, no, this is really who these people are. Um, and particularly in this time, I think the word authentic is so important because you know, people deserve to know the artists in, in that kind of space, but it's very hard to do that in a live festival. So that's a big part of what we wanted to do is we wanted to bring something that's special to virtual festivals that you, it's almost like we wanted to, to capture the things that are very special in this moment that that would be very difficult to do in a, in a live, uh, in a live setting. So there's, you know, we'll be doing, myself and Martin will be doing a whiskey tasting, um, uh, Old Forester whiskey um, and Kentucky bourbon uh, are kind of helping us out. So we're going to do some whiskey tasting, some beer tasting. There's going to be uh, a game show with all of the. I don't know if you've ever been down to you lads have ever been down to the uh, the, the Celtic musical, the Celtic music festival scene uh, across American Canada. But we've some of the, the the organizers, some of the you know the bosses of these festivals. We decided why don't we do a game show with them all? <laughs> so we'll have them all on our our live festival we'll do a game show and we'll see kind of like and these these are like really well respected people and you know they're really impressive they've done you know ran festivals for 40 years and we're like let's have a laugh 
let's see let's pit them against one another and see you know what the personalities because again i think that this is the important thing right now is personality how can we use this time to get to a, a point where you if you were going to a live music festival you would never meet barry stapleton the guy who right. runs milwaukee irish festival you would never meet him but at our festival, we want you to meet him and we want you to know who he is so that when all of this blows over and live music comes back, that you have a deeper kind of understanding of the bands, deeper understanding of the festivals. And, and you know, we have one of my favorite bands is going to be on the East Pointers. They're good friends of ours from PEI, uh, Prince Edward Island. And they're one of my favorite bands and they're some of the nicest fellas. And, you know, I remember sitting at music festivals with them for years and having, we'd be sitting there, you know, having a beer after our sets and chatting and learning things about them that I found, I thought were fascinating, but that you would never know, you know, you would never know those things in that setting. And it's only in a, like I know them because I'm a musician and I'm sitting backstage with them. And that's what we wanted to do with our festival is we wanted to bring that experience to musicians sitting backstage. We want to bring that to people and let them see who these bands and these artists are. So we're extremely excited. That's brilliant. Great, great concept altogether, uh, David. Congratulations on, on pulling oh, it off. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it's exciting. Yeah, we can't wait to uh, tune in and we'll uh, we'll push that out, of course, on our on our social media as well. So oh, thank you. You'll have you'll have representation from from Canada there. And it's good to yeah. see that there's a Canadian band involved in it as well. Yeah, of course. And and it's it's on August 29th, so I probably won't actually sleep until then. So I can't <laughs> wait till September. September is going to be the most restful month of my life. I don't, think any of, I don't think any of us in the band have had a full night's sleep since we came up with this idea. I don't know why we do it to ourselves, but we do. We do. And it's fun. And you know, you look, you guys know that yourself. You've obviously had your challenges and you've had to adapt as things have changed for you. And you've run this great show. Like, I'm very proud to know that there's this, you know, I'm very proud to be on this show because I think it's, a, a, you know, it's lovely to see two guys representing Ireland, where I came from and where we come from. And to kind of, you've had to obviously jump some hurdles to make the show happen in this time. And I think no more than that, we're just doing the same thing in our way, you know. I think there's a there's a little bit of a benefit um, to the COVID thing is I don't have to look at Mark anymore, uh, David. So it's great. <laughs> you don't have to you don't have to try and guess whether he took a shower or not. This morning, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> David, we had a we had a uh, as about four. Uh, was when Ken and myself just kind of took over the show. We we did, we didn't do that. This wasn't our calling, right? Uh, we we landed on this show through unfortunate circumstances. Uh, a really good friend of ours who had the show for many years passed away suddenly. And we said, yeah. sure, listen, we'll give it a last year for a few months, keep it going. Right. And here we are uh, seven years later, still doing it. But there was one incident early on where we were actually in the studio and uh, we didn't realize that we were talking for about three minutes and our microphones were off. And so the listeners just had nothing going on for three minutes. And so then we got a text from a local smart arse, right? To say that that was the best three minutes of radio since we took over the show. <laughs> so, so there's no shortage of lads out there to keep you to keep you grounded, right? Oh, my God. Look, I know. And I'm sure, look, I know that my, my cousins, the O'Murrays up there were texting me saying they'd be listening. So I'm sure I'm going to get abuse now when I get off the phone here. But, gee, I'm... I'm going to get a few texts about who do I think I am, and you know it's great to be brought down to earth every now and again. You know. Oh yeah, yeah, and we're 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 a great we're a great we're a great a great country for doing that. Yeah. 
the abuse that Bono gets is brilliant, isn't it? You know, one of the oh. most successful artists we've ever created. <laughs> oh, and cool. so the the Irish are the ones that knock them down. <laughs> but I think it's I think it's also done in good fun and good stead, you know. And it's like I think that that's a big part of our our ethos in the band as well. Like you know, we build each other up and we've held. You know, I've I struggled a lot with my mental health, uh, particularly towards the start of the band. And I would literally not be here without those three fellas. Like, I just wouldn't. I just mm. wouldn't have made it through those years without Martin and Ed and Fergal. And in the same light, and the same people will fucking pull, sorry, excuse me, they'll pull me apart yeah. after the gig. If, I, if, I, if, I'm too, if I'm too sure of myself during the gig, the boys will pull me apart afterwards and be yeah. slagging me the whole way home in the van about something I said. And that's, yeah. so I think that that's one of the other things about Irish people. And maybe, and probably just in in general, the people I really enjoy is, you know, it's having both sides. They they pull you apart, but if you need them, they're there, and that's that's the important part, you know. Absolutely, you have and you have some clever uh, names on your on your social media nights. Throwback Thursdays, I like Thirsty Thursdays myself, but uh, <laughs> Fiddle Fiddle Fridays is a good one as well. So for yeah. folks, you can definitely uh, tune in to. Uh, we Banjo 3, or is this new now, the WB3? This is very clever. The The acronym is coming in here. I, I like it. Yeah, well, it's it's funny. And again, in, in COVID times and this, you know, you're sending so many emails that sometimes writing We Banjo 3 just takes up too much time. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we'll be, again, we, we, we try and do a lot of the lives and we try and be on a lot just because, again, we want people to know that, like, as musicians, we do see feel a, a deep sense of responsibility to to be still playing music. We love playing music. Those lives save me some some weeks. There'll be some weeks that I'm not feeling great and I'm just really struggling and feeling like a like something like an untethered boat floating out into the sea. Right. And then Thirsty Thursday comes around, and I pour myself a drink and I sit down and I sing songs for an hour. And afterwards, I there's some I just feel. We all want to feel useful. And I think that's a really important thing in life is to really feel like you're contributing in some way. And I'm, you know, I'm not able to be on the front line there with the health workers. I'm not able to do much. I'm not able to help in, in, in a lot of ways. But what I, what we hope we can do is that we can provide people with a bit, bit of comfort that, to know that they're not alone. And that, you know, particularly in covid I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that are quite lonely and that might not have people at home and might not have people that they can chat to every day. Um, and we, I suppose that for us, we just, we know that if, if we're out there and we're playing music and we're on the lives and we're chatting to people, you know, people are commenting and we're commenting back and that, you know, like we want to make sure that people know that we're there and we're listening and we're, we're trying, like we're trying to be there for them as well, you know? David, you're doing brilliant uh, and uh, great stuff altogether. And we look forward to this festival, Follow the Light, on the 29th of August. We'll keep pumping it out. You're welcome back on Kyogas Crack anytime. We've got great feedback from you. have been on here. The, the texts are flying in here. So, uh, uh, Cheers. Well done. Your Canadian audience uh, certainly loves you. And uh, come here. We can't wait to see you back in Toronto when all this is behind us. Great. Well, thank you so much. And fair play to both of you for, for keeping it going. And uh, hopefully we'll we'll all be in the same room again uh, very soon. And a big uh, we'll give a big shout out to uh, Angelo, Mary, and, and Cormac, and and the extended family there. They do great work here in this community. They're very involved, and uh, we're delighted that they were able to tune in to hear you here this morning.
uh, well, I, I'm I'm very proud of them as well. They're great people. And uh, yeah, look, mind yourselves, lads, and we'll see you soon. You too. Thanks we'll go out here. Well we'll play a, a nice get on board live here and give people a real feel for you getting, uh, getting the crowd going. Thanks a million, David. Mind yourself. Cheers. Thank you. journey and coming back I'm talking about love train coming round the bend oh tell your mother and your father tell your sister brothers children tell your friends stop it if you're doing cause the train won't wait I gotta get no board for it's too late I'm talking about love train Oh, won't be waiting at the station with your brother and your heart open wide. Open the door, open the door, open the door. I get on board. Get on board. 
The Quinn family invite you to visit downtown Toronto's oasis of Irish hospitality at the Irish Embassy, 49 Young Street at Wellington, and PJ O'Brien's at 39 Colborne, just behind the King Edward Hotel. The Irish Embassy, a landmark of classic architecture, is your downtown destination for drinks, snacks, lunch, or dinner. Call 416-866-8282. And just around the corner, enjoy the local pub atmosphere of PJ O'Brien's, serving the best in pub fare and also your downtown venue for an intimate evening dinner. PJ's has live music every Friday and Saturday night. Call PJ's at 416-815-7562. Sitting across the room Look at me and look at you Is there nothing you can say To give me reason Why you felt the need To turn your back and do the deed Now you've got the nerve to beg me Don't leave me here What were you thinking?
Breaking into one, breaking into. 
Yeah, lovely there. Well, you heard David talk about that band, uh, Nolly McDonald, who he uh, 
who wrote that song, Happiness for We Banjo 3. Um, that was The While Aways, also from Galway. And a fabulous sound. They're made up of Narina Kennedy and Nicola Joyce. And that particular song called I Am A Hill is uh, just a lovely track. And it's from their album, From, uh, from Whom We Made, if you want to check them out. And we had a run of uh, a few songs there. The one before that was brand new from Luca Bloom. And uh, it's off his uh, new CD, Bittersweet Crimson, a uh, fabulous track. And it's a great album if you uh, also want to uh, to check out Luca. And um, that particular track was Can We Stay? And before that, we had another Galway artist, believe it or not. And I didn't do that deliberately. It just so happens. But Mary Coughlin is back with an album. It's going to be released on the 4th of September. And uh, that particular track was called Two Breaking Into One. And it is from her forthcoming album, Life Stories. So there you go. Brilliant. So, Mark, uh, I have to say, David Howley there from We Band of Three thoroughly enjoyed the interview. What a lovely fella. And uh, he comes from good stock, clearly. Yeah. And uh, I mean, even offline, when <clears throat> when we were talking to him off off the air there, uh, just real down to earth fella, right? Very, made some very generous offers to us on, you know, on, on, on a number of fronts. So uh, yeah, just a top, top shelf guy and genuine and came across as if he genuinely appreciated what, uh, what we're doing for him. I'm sure that um, you know, we're, we're not contributing sig- significantly to their future success, but uh, he appreciates nonetheless what we do, right? So, but very good. Indeed, indeed. Um, and at the bottom of the hour, we have local artist and uh, member or family of uh, the Leahys, a very famous Canadian band. But Emily Flack will be joining us. And uh, Emily studied in Limerick and stayed in Ireland and taught over there as well. So looking forward to that chat coming up at the bottom of the hour here. Uh, brilliant. Hey, and uh, we time for a little shout out. There's uh, some people listening in. The Smith family up there in North Dublin uh, are listening into us there, uh, Kenny. Very good. Shout out to them, yeah, the whole family. Like, Hello to all the Smiths. The Smiths, yeah, not the band now, the family. Oh, all oh, right, okay. I thought maybe your man had moved over to Dublin or something. No, 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 definitely not. He was your man yeah. who had the flower in the back pocket, wasn't he? That's, that was him, yeah, that was him. Good right. man. I'd good say man. you were you were probably a big fan of the Smiths, were you? Uh, I wasn't actually. No, I was not a big fan of the Smiths, Kenny. No, I didn't. Uh, I didn't get into that at all. Well, oh, lordy! Nor did I have a flower in my back pocket at any stage. I wouldn't uh, think you did. No, no. Be a good, good luck for you, though. Yeah, indeed. Uh, come here, listen. Uh, League of Ireland action. Uh, there was some stuff going on yesterday. A very, a very important battle at the bottom of the table. Cork <laughs> City uh, hosted my Sligo Rovers and. Uh, they hammered them 3 0. Uh, and so Sligo Rovers move one step closer to the bottom. They're second off the, uh, off the bottom. But, uh, today, Bowes did Rovers a favor and they beat Finn Harps 1 0. So Finn Harps are down there at the bottom of the table. Dundalk tied Waterford last night 2 2. Waterford had a 2 0, um, lead in that game and Dundalk came back to tie them 2 2. And, um, today, Shelburne will take on Derry City. And St. Pat's and Shamrock Rovers go at it tomorrow. Uh, Shamrock Rovers are leading the uh, the League of Ireland, 21 points, 18 points for Bowes. So they're just behind them there. And the Dock 
on 14. But Shams do have a game in hand, the one I just mentioned against St. Pat. So that should be a good Dublin battle there uh, tomorrow in the League of Ireland. Solid, solid, brilliant. And or, uh, yeah, I was going to give you a quick Lowry update here. Uh, the leader is at 14 under down at the Wyndham. And uh, Lowry, of course, hasn't had a win since his British Open when he hasn't really been in contention that much. But uh, he's certainly in contention, Ken. He's only three shots back. He's two under through his first nine holes today. So he's uh, tied for ninth. And uh, again, he's three shots back of the uh, the leader by himself now is Si Woo Kim. Anyway, good old uh, Clara man uh, keeping the flag flying. So we're in good shape. That's great. Okay. Well, listen. We'll uh, we'll play a bit of music, and then we'll it'll almost be time for for Emily to join us on the show here. Uh, here's a, a group of lads that always kind of have one foot in uh, in Ireland. The Water Boys and a man is in love, and uh, we'll follow that up with a Cork singer. Uh, his new album, Swim, Crawl, Walk, Run, and it's Cormac O'Queeve. And uh, I think this was actually RTE's album of the week there a couple of weeks ago. So. Uh, Nothing but the best for you here on this program. Here's the water, boys.
When you think of Irish tradition, what comes to mind? Live music, great hospitality, and a pub atmosphere of laughter and song imported from the Emerald Isle itself. And one of Ireland's greatest imports is the Keene family, serving up the finest fare and crack this side of County Galway since 1991 at the Galway Arms. The family-owned pub has been charming patrons since, well, last century, and as a result attracts some of the GTA's greatest Irish characters. Known far and wide for its chef-designed menu and traditional Irish music, It's also Toronto's home of Gaelic games live from Ireland on the big screens. You can like them on Facebook and you're sure to like them in person. Visit thegalwayarms.ca to view daily specials. The Galway Arms, your home away from home and not too far from home at 838 the Queensway in Etobicoke. Call 416-251-0096. Make a date and make it for the Galway Arms.
Ah, there you go, folks. We just had a run of three there and uh, started that off with the uh, Water Boys and a man is in love. And then Cormac O'Queeve from Cork and his new one, Swim, Crawl, Walk, Run, Ride, Drive, Fly. He's doing everything there. Uh, his new album is called Swim, Crawl, Walk, Run. And we finished up there with Emily Jean Flack and uh, another year gone by. And we have Emily on the line right now. Good morning, Emily. How are you doing? I'm well. How are you? I'm very good. Um, you were just saying there I could uh, kind of hear you in the background. That song is called Another Year Gone By, and it's about a year since you've been in Ireland. Is that right? Yes, that's actually true. Yeah, very coincidental. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Emily, uh, we should let our, our, our folks know who, who are not familiar with your name, but you're a Canadian singer, a step dancer, musician, composer, and songwriter. Is there anything you don't do, Emily? Lots. Lots. <laughs> I, I, you know, a lot of my family, I shouldn't say this maybe, but I will. Um, a lot of my family played fiddle, and I always make the joke, I dodged it. I dodged that bullet because everybody in my family plays fiddle. So I decided the songs were my the the route to go. <laughs> uh, very good, very good. Well, you come from a a long line of fabulous uh, singers and songwriters and musicians, the Leahy family. We actually had your, I guess she might be your aunt, Erin. Is she your aunt? Yeah. Yeah, we yeah. had her on that. We had her on the program back in November. Oh, lovely! Yeah. Yeah. She has a great album out right now. Piano album she has. It's uh and then also she's working with some other folks there with um some Quebec musicians and it's she's got a lot going on. It's awesome. Very good. Well that track there uh that we just heard is from your EP called Throwing Shapes. And uh when I when I saw the title of that EP I thought, is that from your time in Ireland? Like throwing shapes is a good <laughs> Irish thing, you know? You know, I guess it kind of was. I I I obviously had heard the, the phrase a lot before, but I thought, you know, I know it's more cultural for like the way you say dancing for you guys, but from like a lyrical point of view, I thought it was really kind of cool. So I didn't really intend to write a song about it, but it just kind of found itself within the song. And then I, of course I decided to name the entire EP that. So <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. You, you've uh, done your master's degree in traditional Irish song at the Irish World Academy in the University of Limerick. And then you spent uh, a bit of time in Ireland. Maybe uh, give us some of your reflections on that. For sure. Oh, no, it was like, it was such a great, amazing decision that I made to go. It was quite last minute. I was finishing my, my bachelor's at U of T and um, was just kind of in a zone of like, I was done with my BA and I wanted it I guess an adventure so I found this program and within I guess like a very last minute within months had applied and they graciously accepted and so then I went over and um yeah like I was saying like I just met so many amazing people from all over the world through the masters and then um after that year I continued on teaching I teach I taught uh, dance and piano for the most part a little bit of song and um, it just, it was, it's a great, it's a great program. The Irish World Academy is doing a lot of great stuff. And, um, and then actually with regard to my EP, it was funny because years ago when I was on tour with some of my family members, um, I had met this band, the McPeak, who are from the North in Belfast. 
And it was um, through the, those kind of connections that I met my producer, Pete Wallace, who's from Belfast. So it was like this random, like we would keep, Pete and I for years kept in touch, very broken, but we kept in touch. And um, I then decided to move to Ireland. And so originally it was just, hey, we need to get together and say hi again, like for the second time in person. Right. Um, so I went up to Belfast and then we were playing some music and said, hey, why don't we... Uh, why don't we do an EP? Why don't we record? So, um, and here we are. So, yeah. That's fantastic. And you've got uh, a fellow that we play on the program here. Brian Finnegan is on yeah. your, your album as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's awesome. What a, what a guy. And, like, the musicianship, it was everybody who was in the studio when he came in were just floored. He's just so musical. So, yeah. So Emily, how have you been uh, uh, coping with all of this? Has it? Uh, we we, um, it, we we've we've been kind of featuring local artists here every week, and uh, we kind of asked the same question. But has it? Uh, and, and we will again. But has it brought out the? Um, you know, has it given you the time to reflect a little bit on, on on how you've been doing things in the past and how you might do things different in the future? Uh, a bit of a double barrel question. But then the, the second part of that is. You know, has it, um, have you been doing a lot of writing? Uh, have you doing anything very different uh, now that we kind of have more time in our hands, so to speak? Yeah, no, it's a great question. And like, absolutely, like I totally have had to, um, yeah, just reevaluate kind of everything. And even the, the idea that, you know, the value of technology now. And like, I had a definitely a luxury with Pete, my producer, that he's just so great with, with all the engineering and such. But now that I'm not able to necessarily travel as much or even just having to make do with my own home studio, like learning those systems. So I feel like I've kind of put my tech hat on a bit more. Um, I mean, it's I'll say it like I think it's actually quite refreshing that musicians today um, we're all kind of in ways on the same playing field now I find because if touring is not happening everybody kind of just has to figure out and be entrepreneurial and figure out a way to put music out there and be authentic and um and so yeah it's been it's I wouldn't lie it's been a challenge but it's actually kind of probably given me a lot more um ambition and yes I have been writing an immense amount so I guess stay tuned once I can figure out this technical stuff (laughs) But, um, but yeah, like it's, it's been, um, it's been really good. And I think like, yeah, it's been a refreshing kind of just perspective wise, um, even within my writing, like when you think of where the world is today and the value I have with music and how it fits in my life now. Um, yeah. And just to finish, like I was living in Toronto, um, which I was loving, but I've, I've been up staying at the, in the Ottawa Valley at my family's cottage and of course, I originally thought it was just going to be a matter of weeks or something that I'd be here. But here I am still months later. Um, and so like that kind of ability to get out of the city, hustle and be in this like, it's a beautiful area in Ontario. I'll give the Ottawa Valley a shout out. Um, it's been really fit, like great for my creative process. And uh, yeah, I guess you make do with what you've got and the challenges that you're faced with. Right. So and have you been have you been in touch with any other artists uh, to talk about perhaps um you know doing some stuff jointly with with some others uh that maybe you know you might not have even thought you might have, have done before have you done any of that kind of absolutely yeah. networking 
Yeah, like totally. I've actually been working with a few others in Nashville. Um, just little things, but it's been, um, you know, the other thing that's really great that I've learned just as an emerging artist is, you know, you're always kind of given this concept of, you know, some people are just too far away or they don't have the email ready. It's you, to get to them is hard, but yeah. it just seems like I've been actually working with a, um, a management company um, in Nashville just a little bit and, you know, talking about how everybody's a musician, everybody wants work, everybody wants the new music and the, and if it's a good song, it's a good song. And so, um, yeah, it's just this whole process has been great. It's also just shone a little bit more light on like the opportunities I have in North America potentially, as well as abroad. Um, and so I hope that for future recordings, I'll be able to kind of incorporate more of my North American folks, as well as my amazing connections in Ireland. I miss them all dearly. So, yeah. When you were uh, when you were in Ireland, Emily, did you get much chance to to tour around the the country and and play some gigs? Oh yeah, for sure. Um, I well, I was like when I was in Limerick, I was doing a few gigs down there, and then um, I was in Belfast, um, Dublin for sure. These are for my my own personal gigs. But then I was playing with Manus McGuire, um, and he he was able to get some really great gigs. Um, Cork um, Folk Festival. Um, and then some other more rural spots. I'm, of course, forgetting some of their names, which is not good. Clifton, of course. Yeah, been, sorry. Yep, that's right. I was in Clifton with Bill Whelan there. Um, and then I also was able to go. I toured actually with um, this classical uh, classical group from France who did this kind of Irish music production. Um, and so I was the dancer for that. So I was actually also able to go to places like Germany and France and... Then I was able, yeah, like there were a bunch of opportunities that came out of it. Like I went on the Celtic Spring Tour or Irish Spring, sorry, Irish Spring Tour in Germany with um, the band Braybach and um, a bunch of others. So, yeah, it, it was all just like really, 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 really great. And the connections you can make so quickly, you know. That's so. great. That's uh, that's a heavy lineup there of, of artists that you played with. Manus McGuire has been, he's been on the program a couple of times, actually, uh, from my yeah. home, from my hometown in Sligo there. But I know he very he's, good. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, and uh, like and um, actually he had he used to live in Canada too, and so that's right. Like in summers he used to. So we've had some great conversations just about the connections and uh, yeah, he's a he's some guy and he's a great fiddle player. Really he awesome. Is. Great talent yeah. altogether. Yeah, absolutely. Well, er- earlier today. Uh, um, uh, Emily, I don't know if you were able to listen in, but uh, you talked about Nashville. We had a gentleman on from We Banjo Tree by the name of David Howley. So I'm going to put it out there. You need to connect with them and you need to do something with them. Oh, yeah, they're great. I, it's so funny. Like, you, I never met them personally, but I, of course, know of them. Um, yeah. Yeah, of course. Would love to work with them at some stage. Lovely, lovely lads. Uh, you you yeah. should, should connect in with them and... Uh, um, uh, and, and uh, do some we're expecting fierce things to come out of this whole thing right oh, we're expecting sure. to be spoiled for choice and what tunes to uh, to play here after this is all said and done there's going to be this massive surge in incredible masterpieces of music so we can't wait no yeah, pressure absolutely. hey no no hey put the pressure on i love it i've got to keep working moving forward <laughs> and Emily, you had a chance to play to a, an Irish audience in in Toronto at the Irish Person of the Year event. 
Oh yeah. That was awesome. That was awesome. Yeah. Brilliant. Sure. Yeah. Shane O'Neill was kind enough to, uh, to connect us with you. So that's good. I'm glad you had a good time down at that. That's one of the, the highlights in the community calendar here. Absolutely. No, it was, a, it was, um, it was really, really refreshing. It was a lovely day too. And, uh, Shane banjo player that I was playing with, he, uh, it was just really fun to just play the tunes and to sing. Like that's the other thing I, my songs and my writing and such are my main focus, but there's never a chance that I'm going to pass by the opportunity to play some tunes. Like it's just absolute, like it's my favorite really. So uh, yeah, it was just a great night. And of course you get to dress up and all the rest. So <laughs> Brilliant. Emily, any, any uh, Canadian up-and-coming uh, folk artists or traditional music, uh, tr- traditional Irish music artists that you've kind of uh, kept your eye on there that uh, has caught your attention that uh, you're 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 willing to share with us, if you will, or just somebody yeah. that you've been impressed with, or are you keeping a close eye on that? Yeah, well, the first person, the group that's coming to mind right now would be um, the name. The band's name is Cecilia. And it is my aunt, Erin, and uh, Timmy Termal and Louis Schreier. The three of them, the trio they have is, like, I think they're releasing their album pretty soon. I think COVID kind of caused a bit of a delay. But um, they have some unbelievable music coming out. And the musicianship on all of them is just incredible. So definitely keep keep an eye out for them. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. That's brilliant. Good for doing this. Absolutely. It's great. Great to talk to people. It's been, uh, yeah, it's been great having you on it. And um, we're going to play another track from your uh, your EP and, and the title track of it, because I, I like it so much, Throwing Shapes. Oh, <laughs> and uh, it's great if people can check out the video as well. You do a little bit of dance at the very start of it. So uh, hopefully that comes through on this song here. A little dance at the start and the end of it there. So yeah. People can find the stamina to watch the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> Emily, it's been great talking to you. Uh, thanks a million for doing this and enjoy the weekend. Thank you. You too. Cheers. Well done. Bye.
insufferable but don't feel good Close fist and alcohol I'll forget I won't forget These are the times to run a mile and save yourself in dignity Alone in the afternoon Clothes dry but in denial flavorful lager for your next gathering try a guinness hop house 13 100 percent irish grown malted barley meets our famous guinness yeast for a medium bodied taste and a lingering finish all the way from the legendary st james gate brewery in dublin find it straight from the keg at select pubs or in 500 ml cans canada wide just look for the white can guinness Hop House 13. More hops, more taste, more character. Wanna be in love, wanna 
future bright with someone special holding, holding you. But really you that finding it true mm, was always really about. new music from a new artist actually, uh, all the way from County Monaghan, Rachel May Hannon and Be In Love it's her uh, her first major single there, so you can check her out, very good artist and before that we had the lads from the Glens of Antrim Runabay, who we've had on the programme and a song called You I Know and uh, before them lads, of course, throwing shapes there from Emily Flack. Uh, lovely, uh, lovely interview there with Emily Mark. Well done. Brilliant. Yeah, she's a uh, very, uh, very well spoken. Uh, sounds like a very lively character. So we'll have to get her on again, and uh, we'll have to look up, look out for Cecilia as well. I love getting these recommendations, Ken. It's great stuff. <laughs> 
It is brilliant indeed, yeah. Um, a little bit of sad news in the community this past week, uh, Mark. Um, we, we've lost a couple of, a couple of folks. Uh, one that, uh, people will be familiar with, Karen Murphy's, uh, dad, uh, Peter Whitaker, unfortunately passed away in the middle of the week there. Karen, of course, of Kempville Travel and, uh, uh, sad news there to pass on about her her dad passing away. That's uh, all the information uh, we have on it. Obviously, with COVID anyway, uh, funeral arrangements are different these days. So um, uh, if you want to reach out to Karen, I'm sure uh, she'd appreciate uh, the uh, the condolences. Yeah, and we um, our condolences there to uh, to Karen and her family. And uh, we also lost a big corkman in the community. Um, uh, Finn O'Donoghue passed away yesterday morning, Ken, um, after uh, quite a, 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 um, a length of time being not well. And a big member of the Cork Association uh, of Ontario and uh, played, a, played a big part in getting the floats out on St. Patrick's Day. And um, he, was, he was part of all of the kind of Cork Association committees early on. Um, his daughter, Alicia, wanted to let everybody know that there will be a visitation out in uh, in Milton, Ken. That's this Thursday, August the twentieth. Okay. From two two to four, and from seven to nine, and there'll be some vigil prayers starting at seven. And the funeral home there, where that's all taking place, is McCarthy Culture uh, at one fourteen Main Street in Milton. And then the funeral will be held at the Holy Rosary Parish uh, at one thirty nine Martin Street in Milton, and. Um, uh, of course, during COVID, uh, they do ask that everybody does wear a mask. Most people are aware of that. Um, but interestingly and appropriately, uh, she's asked uh, that he was such a strong uh, corkman that uh, they want people to wear as much red as they possibly can if they're going to come and attend the uh, uh, the funeral at the church. Um, so that's, that's a very nice touch. Uh, talk about sending him off probably the way he wants to be sent off, surrounded by people wearing the colours of his uh, of his home county of Cork. All right? That's Finn O'Donoghue. Rest in peace, Kenneth. Indeed, indeed. Condolences to the family. Uh, a little bit of, um, um, in terms of the calendar news, Friends of Sinn Féin, um, they're the Friends of Sinn Féin Canada, their 1981 hunger strike commemoration will be broadcast on their Facebook page at 4 p.m. Eastern, um, that is tomorrow, Sunday, the 16th of August, and you can register for the program on their Facebook, and it'll include presentations from Sinn Féin President Mary Lou MacDonald, uh, Bill McFarland, and others, and it'll uh, have some musical entertainment from uh, Jimmy Carton and Hugo Strani, and you can get in touch, of course, with Alan at Friends of Sinn Féin, or just go to their Facebook, and you can register for that event. Brilliant. Good stuff. Well, Marco, okay. you're uh, you're heading uh, off to a cottage now for a week. Got a bit of relaxation, rest and relax, re- rest and relaxation for you. I am. I'm going camping. I'm going a cottaging Mayo style here, Ken, with the in-laws. So it should be very interesting. Oh, you're and, bringing uh, everybody with you, are you? Bringing everybody with me, yeah. And um, I'm going to teach uh, John Morley how to do some fishing. Uh, he never learned, so he's he wants to know uh, a little bit about. So I'm going to teach him how to do some fishing teach him a bit of golf, and uh, hopefully he'll teach me a little bit of carpentry when we're up there as well. Okay, hold on a minute now. Fishing, you. Yeah, 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 huh? yeah. Aren't you afraid uh, of worms? You're afraid of worms, aren't you? 
No, but you don't have to just fish with the worms, Kenny. You have these other things that you oh, put on that right. look like they're like silver fish going through the lake, right? Right, so you know what they're called, so do you? That's what they're called, yeah. Is it? Just the silvery fishy thing, is it? Stop, Kenny. I'm trying to... I'm try, trying to let him believe that I actually know what I'm doing. Right? <laughs> well, I, there's one thing I believe. No, he, no. There's one thing I believe is he knows his carpentry, and that's for that's for certain. I don't know about the fishing. I don't even know. I'd be questioning the golf too. In fact, uh, John, be very careful with what kind of lessons he'd be showing you. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I wish you listen. We're loading up the bikes. We got lots of food, and uh, all we want to do is relax, uh, take some nice walks. And um, we're uh, we're looking forward to some uh, rest and relief here. And yeah, away we go. Away Good we man. Go. Well, I hope you enjoy it. Um, I noticed you didn't give me the address, so I can't just do a pop in or anything like that. Uh, so oh, I'll... Oh. <laughs> I, I I mailed it to you, Ken. You should that letter should arrive any day on where I'll be. <laughs> Beautiful. All right. Well, listen. Uh, you go ahead and enjoy yourselves, and um, I'll I'll continue out the tunes here for the next wee bit. And we'll uh, we'll send this one out to Finn uh, for Finn, uh, a proud Corkman, and all his family. It's uh, another proud Corkman. And stay tuned, folks. We may have this fella on the program next weekend. John Spillane and the Wild Flowers is the name of this song. And uh, Marco, all the best, pal. I'll chat to you next week. Thanks, pal. Take care, Kenny. Slán. Preferred who owed nothing to nobody, who blossomed in the ditches and made their own way in the world. Twas the wild flowers I admired who never done. Driven from the garden They sang their own songs in the spring You can have your lily You can have your rose That were taken and broken And bred by people They were grafted and lame Twisted and tamed But the wild flowers I enjoyed They had nothing to do with you They flowered by the roadside And they wore their own colours in the sun Oh, that we're old 
like your own true nature You can try, you can try That you never will defeat The wild flowers I admired They had nothing to do with you But banished from the garden They made their own Sang their own songs in the spring.
would be done to us Soon the carnival fire will be here no more It's crazy to reason Just how blind human greed can be How could they sell out the future we need Blue June in the sky So precious to all of us There's no place like home in this universe The oceans are choking The rain follows almost gone Could you destroy what you didn't know? Can't put back what you've taken On the treasures on loan you stole So much destruction wherever you go Look into the future Stare into their eyes a while And you see so much sadness from paradise's child Blue June in the sky So precious to all of us There's no place like home in this universe The oceans are choked The rain follows almost gone Could you destroy what you didn't know? That's the latest offering from Finbar Fury, and he's featuring his daughter on that there, Anya 
Fury. Uh, he actually wrote that song there back in the 90s about the madness of man's inhumanity to man and uh, has obviously kept that one around in the closet because that's his brand new one. It's from his forthcoming album. Uh, great video to that song too. Uh, the documentary filmmaker Dervlik Lynn did the video for this and um, for those of you away from home and know the Poolbeg Lighthouse, you might be interested in watching that video because it's filmed down there. It's got Finbar and Anya walking along the uh, the pier there. So uh, you might, as I say, enjoy a bit of that. Before that, we had Alva Reddy and uh, her latest one, Between Your Teeth. She uh, featured in that um, Irish Women in Harmony when they did the cover of the Cranberry song there. All right. Well, we got a few tracks maybe left for you for this week's show. Um, I've got uh, a great cover of Elvis Costello's song, Watching the Detectives, by the ladies up there in Donegal, the Henry Girls. And uh, we play that. And of course, um, I, I should mention, too, that next week, stay tuned. We've got John Spillane from Cork, singer, songwriter. And uh, you heard his track there called The Wildflowers before uh, that last one of Finbar. So um, we'll have John on the program next week, along with, I'm sure, a few other guests. Anyway, here's the Henry Girls and Elvis Costello's song, Watching the Detectives. Here 
just for a visit. They call it instant justice when it's past the legal limit. Someone's scratching at the window. I wonder who is it? The detectives come to check if you belong to the parents who are ready to hear the worst about their daughter's disappearance. Though it nearly took a miracle to get you to stay, it only took my little fingers to blow you away. Just like Get cute, just like watching the detectives when they shoot, 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 shoot. I get so angry when the teardrops start, but I can't be wounded 'cause he's got no heart. Just like watching the detectives, just like watching the detectives, just like watching the detectives. There you go, a nice cover of um, Elvis Costello's Watching the Detectives, of course. Born into us, Declan McManus, and uh, born in London, but has Irish connection, of course. Thinking around uh, maybe Tipperary. Okay, I'm going to go out with uh, a couple of songs here, folks. Um, this one is from Lancome. It's called The Old Main Drag. And uh, we'll chat to you next week. Slán. When I first came to London, I was only 16. With a fiver in me pocket and me old dancing bag, I went down to the Dilly to check out the scene. But I soon
promised the world and I fell for it. I put you first and you adored it. You set fire to my forest and you let it burn. Sang off key in my chorus. Cause it wasn't yours. I saw the signs and I ignored it. Rose-colored glasses all distorted You set fire to my purpose And you let it burn You got off on the hurdle When it wasn't yours You'd always go into it blindly I needed to lose you to find me This dance it was killed softly I needed to hate you to love me yeah. to love to love yeah. to love to love yeah. to love I needed to lose you to love me yeah. to love to love yeah. to love to love yeah. to love yeah. I needed to lose you to love me I gave my all and they all know it You tore me down and now it's showing In two months you replaced us But it was easy Made me think I deserved it In the thick of healing We'd always go into it blindly I needed to you to find me this dance it was killing me softly I needed to hate you to love me to love to love yeah to love to love yeah to love I needed to hate you to love me yeah to love to love yeah to love to love yeah to love to lose you to love me You promised the world and I fell for it Rose-colored glasses all distorted You set fire to my forest And you let it burn Sang off key in my chorus To love, to love 